The indie author revolution has been around for more than a decade, but we indies continue to push the boundaries of what we're capable of. From getting over initial prejudices to staring down perfectionism and author imposter syndrome, we've become a force to reckon with. Indie authors now wear more hats than ever as we strive to create a career full of meaning, prosperity, and potential. We've juggled the demands and continue to be rebels in the face of adversity. Now, after years of hearing the shouts of hustle and grind, we indies are rebelling again. Gone are the days of publishing a book a month until we drop, and in its place are the seeds of a better way to rapid release. A way that feels incredible as we build a sustainable, lifelong author career that not only increases our visibility and royalties, but it's all done with intention and ease. If you're ready to buck the system and become the visionary authorpreneur I know you're meant to be, you've come to the right place. I'm Carissa Andrews, international best-selling indie author, and this is the Author Revolution Podcast. Welcome back to the Author Revolution Podcast, my friend. I'm so glad you're here this week. So for those of you who have been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I've been in the process of building out this Millionaire Author Challenge. And it's been an interesting week because for me, I've been putting all the materials together. So I've recorded the videos, I've done a bunch of work for the challenge itself, and I'm just, I'm getting really excited about it because it's kind of like bringing together all the things that I really am interested in and putting it into one place because the energy work, the manifestation work has always really fascinated me and learning how to put it into motion has been kind of a cool process. And then in addition to that, learning how to teach it in a way that hopefully is going to make sense to people. But it's really kind of brought to light this idea that we have as storytellers, as authors, we create all of these versions of ourselves, right? We create all of these stories about who we are, what we're capable of, how much money we can earn, the types of readers that can read our books. We have all these stories that we build up and sometimes they serve us and sometimes they don't, right? And so it's really kind of brought to light, especially for this challenge, how powerful We are when it comes to the co creation of our lives. And so today, I want to talk a little bit about what are the versions of yourself that you've created in your mind. And I want you to take a closer look at them because sometimes when they're not serving us, it's because we have created a version of ourselves to survive at some point and we no longer need that version. We can release it so that we can become and step into a newer, better, more advanced version of ourselves. For example, I gave this example on one of the TikToks I did. What what story do you tell yourself? Are you a millionaire author or are you still going to be the struggling artist, the one that can't earn a living, the one that is, you know, really working hard to get new readers, to get people interested in your work? Which story are you telling yourself? Because both could be true at the same time. If you are in mid-manifestation, and we've talked about this too, if you're in the middle of trying to bring to you the thing that you're really working towards, right? Let's say it's the millionaire author destiny. And you're seeing progress, but it's slow, right? You're, You're seeing your backlist build, you're seeing readership go up, your royalties are going up, everything's going up, 
but you're not to where you want to be yet. You're not a millionaire author. So you can sit there and feel like nothing is happening. It's not working. Or you could tell you the story to yourself that you are in the middle of it. It is manifesting all around you. It's growing. Everything is working out in your favor. And you can see the results of all of your hard work because everything is growing. Both of those things hypothetically are true because your manifestation, the full realization of your manifestation isn't here yet. But you can enjoy the process. Now, we indie authors and authors in general, we understand that things don't happen immediately, right? We create our stories. There's a beginning, there's a middle, and there's an end. Now, the resolution is kind of like your manifestation in reality. It's like the full manifestation has come into being, it's done. But as you're working toward it, the desire, the decision is like the very beginning of the book. It's the inciting incident for getting started on your journey to become an indie author, to become a millionaire author, to become a successful science fiction author, whatever your choice is, whatever your decision has become. And while you're in that process of bringing that to life, you're in your messy middle. You're on your journey to become that. I think oftentimes when we're in the middle of a manifestation, we don't see that this is part of the journey. It's part of the process. Like we can't just desire spaghetti for dinner and have it magically appear. You have to take some inspired actions. You have to do some things in order to make spaghetti and put it on the table, right? So what happens is like we get in our own way, we get in our own heads and we start to believe the stories that our brain is telling us. The stories of, you know, it's not working. The stories of things are taking too long. The stories of this is never going to work out for me because people don't think it will, or I'm not quite sure I'm good enough or whatever. Whatever the thoughts that are coming up start to block our way. They become resistance to us continuing to do the thing. So it's kind of like when you try to make spaghetti and you don't have all the ingredients. Hypothetically, those lack of ingredients could cause you to choose a different dinner. You could go and make some, you know, tuna fish helper. I don't know, whatever. I wouldn't recommend that, but you know what I mean? You pick something different. And so you don't get your spaghetti. That's not the manifestation. That's not the thing you end up getting for dinner. And you, you have that choice at any given moment. If you're desiring to become a millionaire author and you feel like it's too hard and maybe this is not working out for you, you can at any moment choose something different. You could choose to go back to work. You could choose to put your energy and effort into something else rather than continue to put your efforts, your manifestations, your energy, your attention into the millionaire author career. You could do that at any point. Now, the interesting thing, like I've been studying Abraham Hicks and listening to them speak over and over and over again. I listen to it on YouTube in the morning. It's the first thing I do in the morning just to kind of tune my frequency, I guess, into what it is that I'm trying to become, what I'm evolving into, and how I want to treat my life as I'm moving forward. And the interesting thing that just keeps coming over and over again is that we are always answered. The second we have this desire, the decision, whatever, it is always yes. And as humans, we don't understand that. We don't understand that we can desire something and it will come. We don't understand it because maybe we had parents who, you know, you, you wanted something and they couldn't afford it. So you didn't get it. Or you wanted something 
they couldn't afford that thing. So they got you something slightly different, but it was as close as they could get or what they thought they could get. Right? So you're used to this almost disappointment in getting the thing that you want. But whenever you're in charge, you have to take a look at your life and go, you know what? Anything I've actually wanted where I'm the person in control of that, I've gotten what I wanted. I've gotten the thing I desired. So your life right now, your author career, your spouse that you have or don't have, your vehicle, your house, anything that you have around you was all a thought that began in your head and you decided to act on it. And it had less resistance to the thing, right? So you brought it into your life. And sometimes that goes for the things that aren't so hot, like not having enough money. Sometimes that's a a decision that you're making. Maybe you're like, you know what? I don't want to get another job. So I'm going to keep working at this, hoping that this is going to do the thing. Or sometimes it's, I don't feel like I'm worthy enough to make more money. Or sometimes it's, I don't think rich people are nice people. So I don't want to become that. And so all these limiting beliefs, all these money blocks, all these things come up into our energy where we get cluttered. We get kind of mixed up into this chaos that is not serving us. But it's still a decision we were making in the, t- in the moment, in the, at the time, that led us there. And so as soon as we start to take some responsibility for our thoughts and for our beliefs, we can start looking at them closer and deciding for ourselves, are they serving us? Is this truly what I believe? Is this truly what I want in my life? Another thing that Abraham Hicks talks about is that our desires are like a stick. And it's such a simple analogy, but I like it. So any desire you have is like a stick. On one end, it's the desire in full manifestation. You get it. Obviously, it's yours. Boom. And on the other end, it's the lack of that desire. It's the lack of having it. And when we focus on the desire, if we want it to come into our life, whether it's our book and we want to meet it by a certain deadline, whether it's our millionaire author career, whether it is you know, a spouse or a new job or a new car or whatever, as long as you are focusing on the fact that you are going to have that thing, that it's obviously on its way to you, it is yours because you've desired it, that manifestation has no choice but to show up because you're pushing all of your energy, your thoughts, your beliefs, your, your motivations, everything at it, and it's going to come to you. I remember when, I, when we were first thinking about getting dogs, and we had names before we even had the dogs. It was super weird. So Aztec and Pharaoh were the names that we knew we wanted our huskies to be. And when we first started thinking about getting dogs, the lady that we ended up getting our, our dogs that we now have, she had just had, like her dog had just had puppies, and literally they were all gone. And so it was like, oh, dang it, that sucks. But you know, we put it out there. We're like, yep. Okay. Well, just so you know, next time she has puppies, let us know we're in. So of course, a year later, we get an email from her saying, Hey, guess what? You know, we're going to have puppies in like two weeks, whatever. Do you want to come on and pick one? Obviously we were in. Now we have our two dogs. They are Aztec and Pharaoh. We had their names before they were here and they have manifested. But when you focus on the things in their lack of They can't come into fruition because you are literally in discord with the belief of having it. And so you're fighting yourself. Your energy is fighting itself in order to create the thing. Like for instance, we've talked about Parkinson's law, right? The work will expand or contract to fit the time allotted for it. It's the same, it's the same principle, guys. 
If you are getting in your own way with your author career, if you're telling yourself it's going to take too long to write books, or it's going to take you longer than XYZ to to finish this novel or whatever, you're going to be right. You are always, whatever you believe, you are right because you are going to make it so. Not because it is so, but because your thoughts, your beliefs will make it so. So when you are looking at your author career, if you go, you know what, I'm going to become a millionaire author. I don't know how long it's going to take. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I know it's coming. I can feel it. And you just keep working on the belief, knowing that soon it will be here. It will come. It has no choice but to arrive. And I hope you hear me on that. It, I know it seems nebulous. I know it seems like, mm, sure, Carissa, it's really great for you to say that. But how do we know for sure? <laughs> I get it because I, I am that Virgo, guys. Remember, I love to know how, when, like, what are the steps? How, how many steps do I have to do in order to get to the thing? <laughs> I get it. But the more that I am digging into this, the more I'm understanding the, I don't know if nebulousness of it is the right word, but kind of, I'm understanding why the how is not important. I'm understanding why the when isn't even important. I'm understanding that the belief is what's important. The belief of acting as if, and then taking that inspired action to get you there is what's the most important. And that's really what the Millionaire Author Challenge is going to be about too. We're going to be talking about all of these things, about your desires, the holding the vibration of belief, of taking the inspired action, and what to do when your energy, your thoughts, your beliefs start to fail. That's all about what this Millionaire Author Challenge is. It's not, we're not going into like the craft of writing or how to like invest properly into, no, that's, it's none of that. It's all about this mindset work of understanding that we are the co-creator of our universe. We are the person that truly is in the storyteller seat. We are telling our own stories and it's unfolding in front of us. It's unfolding in our heads. And as we choose to make our lives, whatever they are, where, where we follow our beliefs, we follow our decisions, our desires, our inspiration, we get to see that unfold in front of us. And the journey is part of that process. So today, I want you to really be thinking about what are the stories you're telling yourself about your life, about your career, about your love, about your family, about whatever, and then start maybe shining a light on that. Like, Ask yourself sometimes, especially if they are not feeling super hot, ask yourself, but is that really true? Is that really true? Ultimately true? I know when I first started doing that for myself, like, I kept feeling, it was a couple of years ago now, where I kept feeling like no matter what I did, it didn't matter what I did, I was standing still. I felt like nothing was moving, nothing was changing, nothing was growing. Why is this standing still? And I realized, and I shared this with you as well, I was waiting. I was waiting for something big to happen. I was waiting for my manifestation to be here. I was waiting. And that was the energy I was stuck in. I wasn't growing. I wasn't thinking about things in terms of up and up only. I wasn't thinking in terms of everything is adding up in my favor. I was just thinking like something's going to come here to save me. Something is going to happen that's going to, you know, make things better. Something is going to happen. And it didn't mean that I wasn't taking inspired action because I still was. I was still writing the books. I was still doing the audiobooks. I was still putting out the content. I was still doing the things. But I wasn't doing it necessarily from a place of inspiration. I wasn't doing it from a place of trust in the universe that what I'm doing is bringing me the thing. 
I was doing it from more of a place of fear, more of a place of lack. And now things have flipped, things have shifted, and I'm seeing things way more clearly. And I'm seeing why what I was doing before wasn't working. And I'm seeing now why the energy that I was in before doesn't feel anything like the energy that I'm in now and why that's so important. Now, you know what it feels like to feel happy, right? You know what it feels like to be super excited and elated that some things are coming your way and you don't know when they're going to arrive, but as soon as they do, it's going to be fantastic. Well, that's the process. That's the energy that you want to be in as you're creating your career. You want this thing to be the most epic, amazing, earth-shattering, blow-your-mind energy ever. You want the journey to be the powerful thing so that when the manifestation comes, you know it's here and you know it's from this place of absolute joy. Because I really truly do believe that we are meant to be happy. We are meant to follow the joy that we see and seek in the world. And that, that's part of the reason why we are searching for money. It's part of the reason why we're searching for love, why we're searching for a new car that we love, whatever. Can you tell I'm, I'm interested in a new car soon, guys? <laughs> Keep bringing that up. But everything, everything that we're searching for, it's not necessarily about the thing. It's about that feeling. And so if we can grab hold of the feeling now, if we can be in excitement, if we can be in love with our lives, if we can be in joy, even when things are hard, knowing that they're getting better, knowing that everything is up and up only, we have already accomplished the thing that we're trying to get in the manifestation. But the manifestation, because energies are attracted to like energies, it has no choice but to arrive because you are now in vibrational alignment with it. Now, if this whole vibration frequency stuff is a little bit woo-woo to you, I get it. I totally get it. But from a science perspective, if you look at quantum physics and you're looking into the, the reality of our world, of our bodies, of our minds, of the way that everything works, dig down into it because everything is frequency. Everything is vibration. And that's what I'm getting at. This is, this is not just woo-based. This is science-based. And the fascinating part of it is that the more we bend into it, the more we lean into it, the more reality opens up into this almost wondrous game. It's like a game that we're playing and a game that we can bend to our will. And so if we have the choice to have a really powerful, fascinating, exciting, loving, joyful experience, or we can have one that is dark and dreary and feels like it's stuck and unhappy, why would you choose that? Just because it's the energies you're used to? So that's where these ideas from Abraham Hicks comes into play. In the book, Ask and It Is Given, there are 22 different like games, processes that you can play with yourself in order to raise your vibrational frequency. And some of them are really powerful because it will show you where your glass ceiling is, where your upper limit, like Gay Hendricks says in uh, The Big Leap, you have an upper limit and the upper limit is because of the energy and the frequency you are used to playing in. And hear me out, when you're used to playing in a higher vibrational frequency, greater things come your way. Synchronicities start to happen. Miracles unfold because you're playing in a vibration that is so much higher than the dense energy of normal reality, I guess. And it's super interesting because you know you're in it when those miracles happen. You know you're in it when you're feeling joyful. You know you're in it when new people start coming into your world, when fun things start to unfold that you didn't even like fathom. And you can't explain how, and you can't explain away the idea of it. 
But if you're not used to it, you'll start to get into that higher vibrational frequency and it'll freak you out at first. So the more you do it, the more you're putting yourself into those higher vibes, the better because you'll get used to being in that higher vibration and that becomes your new norm. And when that becomes your new norm, you can reach for another higher level and that becomes your new norm. And then every day becomes this magical experience. And I think that's why I'm so drawn to science fiction and fantasy as a writer, because I truly believe that we are magical beings. We can do some amazingly powerful things and all with the process of our minds, all with the way that we are putting ourselves into alignment with the thing that we really believe. That's powerful stuff, don't you think? So today, like I said, I want you to think about what the stories are that you're telling yourself. I want you to maybe take a look at those ones that don't feel so hot and reframe them. Ask yourself, but what if it's not really true? What if the opposite were true? What if things were always working out for you? What if everything is happening for a reason so that you can become the person you're meant to become? And it's fun to play those thought games. It's fun to think about them and come up with different solutions, different stories you can tell yourself, because then they'll become the dominant neural pathways that your brain will automatically go to. That is super powerful. All right, guys. Well, that's all I have for you this week. That's what I'm working on. It's what I'm thinking an awful lot about and what I'm going to be teaching next week for the Millionaire Author Challenge. So if you're interested in furthering this type of information, furthering this type of thought process, join the challenge. It's over at millionaireauthorcoach.com forward slash challenge. And it goes on all week next week. So April 18th through the 22nd, we're going to have a blast. We really are. So join us and make sure that you bring some friends too, because we need more people. We need the higher vibe to be hitting the author street because we're done with this poverty mindset, guys. We are done. We are now rising up into the millionaire author mindset. We're rising up into the, we can be well compensated for the things that we do because we are creative, wonderful, awesome beings. And we deserve to have that kind of compensation coming back to us. It truly is just an exchange of energies. Money is just that. It's floating all around us. So why not claim some of it for ourselves? So if you are looking for the transcript today, don't forget, you can always head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash 128. 128. And you can download it right there, or you can even get the link over to the Millionaire Author Coach Challenge because it's going to be a fun time. Definitely join us. Well, I hope you go forward and have a wonderful week. I hope you get all of your writing done. If you're joining Camp Nano, I hope that's going super well for you. I am in Camp Nano, and I'm trying to get 35,000 words written this month in Midlife Wolf Pack, which is book two in the Accidental Alpha series. Wee! But uh, we'll see how it goes. This week has kind of thrown a a little bit of a crimp into things since I'm getting prepped for the challenge. So I'm going to probably be playing some catch up here uh, next week. So we'll see how that goes. But hopefully everything is going well for you. And I can't wait to see how things are next week. Have a wonderful week. Get all your writing in and go forth and start your millionaire author revolution. This podcast episode has been brought to you by four amazing people.
Daphne Garrison, Tammy Tyree, Quinn Ward, and Scarlett Braden, who are Author Revolution Podcast Patreon supporters. If you'd like to learn more about becoming a patron, head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon to find out what the awesome membership levels are and what you end up getting. The Author Revolution Podcast is here to provide tips, tricks, and tools for embracing a prolific author mindset and making your dreams of becoming a full-time author a reality. In order to continue providing the quality content you've come to know and love, I would appreciate your support. As a one-woman show, the podcast takes a lot of time away from other tasks like writing. (laughs) Plus, your support also makes this mompreneur's heart smile. Head over to authorrevolution.org forward slash Patreon.